Welcome to the Love and Glows Fuck Show with Sherry Yazzie. I am a plus-size indigenous woman. In a world that tells me not to love myself, I fucking do. Here's how I do it. For more on how to defuck yourself, love yourself, and my emotional resiliency magnifying, life-transforming mindset hacks and self-care tools that you need to know now in order to transform your life and be happy as fuck, go to belovableaf.com. That's B-E-L-O-V-E. A-B-L-E-A-F.com. Hey there, welcome. Today we are talking all about how to stop caring what people think. Now you might be like, uh, is this even possible? It totally is. Uh, there's some steps here that we're going to go through. Um, but before we get into that, let's just get clear See, this is one of the things around what people think is if we aren't clear on what we want, on how we want it to go, we can kind of be like a raft with no um, paddle. We'll just kind of like move around from thing to thing to thing. Just, you know, it's like someone says, this is a good idea. So then we go try that if you're in business or let's say, you know, like um, parenting advice. Somebody's giving you this parenting advice or this one and you just kind of bounce around. It's not until you go, okay, what do I want? What feels good to me? How would I like this to go? How, what kind of mom do I want to be? What kind of business do I want to run? What is my goal? How would I like it to be? And then that's where you imagine this raft, instead of bouncing around, you're now paddling directly to one spot. And what was, what does that provide you? What is possible when you start paddling, when you start pushing towards one specific thing? And so if you, before you even start the process of this whole really getting out of not, you know, stopping to care what, not like creating your whole life because of what other people might think, right? Like starting, stopping giving so many fucks. I definitely believe in selective fucks given because there are things I really care about. I do give a fuck about. And there are a whole bunch of things I let go because I'm like, I'm not keeping any of that shit. That is society stuff, the patriarchy stuff. Uh, maybe my, my one of my relatives stuff, maybe my husband's stuff. This is not my stuff. How do I want it to go? So the first thing truly is to stop and go like, how, what do I want in this situation? Whatever it is. Is it your relationship? Your, you know, what kind of mom you want to be? Like, if there's somebody, right? If you're getting a hater. <laughs> so if you're getting a hater from friends, family, um, your partner, <laughs> um, your uh, business, you know, out there in the world, all kind like your work, coworkers, anybody, and it's it's bothering you, Right. The first thing, right, is to start to stop and ask yourself in this situation, how would I like it to go? What do I want to happen? So you're getting your paddle and you're going to paddle towards what you fucking want, because it is easy. It's like if if people. OK, so let's talk, I'll give you a really specific, specific example. I was really big into attachment parenting. Um, I found a book before my son was born. So I, I read a bunch of books before my son was born and a lot of them I hated, like literally in my body, I was like, oh, this doesn't sound good. And then when I found attachment parenting, I was like, oh, okay, this sounds like me. I'm loving all this. I love the ideas of this, the bed sharing, the breastfeeding, <laughs> like all the things. And because it felt right to me, um, you know, you think about like indigenous cultures, you know, 
bed sharing was a regular thing, right? You didn't have these big mansions people were living in. <laughs> um, so it, it that all like clicked for me. Now, there are some people that were in my sphere that were more of the whole cry it out. You know, you can hold them too much. You can spoil them too much. And here's the deal. When I got committed to that attachment parenting and I was, it was very, very clear, people did occasionally bug me a little bit about it, but my commitment was so clear and so like in, intense, really, because that's who I am. They stopped even mentioning it. I didn't have to deal with any like, ooh, you're spoiling him. Ooh, you're picking him up too much. Like, right, there might have been a couple of little things, but when people were clear, this is where I was going. I was willing to fight for it. This was important to me. They backed the fuck off. Okay. So that's one of the biggest things I can tell you is if you're getting so much unwanted shit is to be super clear. People don't come to me with things because they're not, they, they feel like they couldn't even change my mind. Does that make sense? <laughs> so that's one small thing like beforehand, just know what you want. Okay. But if you are in a place where you've had an interaction and you are really struggling and I've been there, I've so been there. Um, someone in my in-law family, the other side, uh, watched one of my videos and decided that I was not a good fit for my husband and, um, that I was all these things. I mean, I was like narcissistic and, um, abusive and anyway, and I was just, I was flabbergasted, right? And it was like getting a really bad review from somebody that I thought loved me for me. And it really, really was painful. Like it hurt my feelings on a deep level. So if you're feeling that way, don't feel badly like, oh, I shouldn't be giving a fuck about this. It's okay to feel your feelings, right? So feel your feelings because we are wired to, um, to, to hear that negative stuff. Our brains are wired to focus on the negative stuff. It's not, there's nothing wrong with you that you can't focus on all the great things that you're focusing over here. It's literally wired into your brain. Am I saying, okay, well, you're fucked. You're just going to have to focus on negative stuff forever. No, it is intentional practice over time that, and, and then shifting those beliefs like we've been talking about that actually makes it so that you are focusing on the positive more often. You are focusing on the positive more naturally, but it does take practice, right? So the first thing is don't beat yourself up if you are in a funk about this. I was in a funk about it. I got really upset, okay? The second step here is do you have a bigger purpose? Are you going to let someone, a hater or whatever it is, and I get some people, these might be your loved ones. And maybe, so one of the things I found with some of my loved ones is they would always caution me. Like, I'm so excited about this new idea. And then they would caution me. And I would feel like that was them saying like they didn't believe in me or and they like they're peeing in my damn cornflakes. <laughs> but what I really found when I backed off and considered this from their perspective, they were trying to protect me. Was it protection I asked for? Was it protection I wanted? No, but they were just trying to protect me. Like maybe if I knew the worst case scenarios, I would be like better off, right? So um, that was just an aside. But this is the thing. As you get doing things, is there a bigger purpose for what you're doing? Because even like I said, sometimes you get this feedback from people who you really love and value. Um, this is what I found. When you have that bigger purpose, so like 
the attachment parenting, I'll give the example. It was so important to me because I read it and I, I believed it. They said in that first three years, if you do this attachment parenting stuff, it pays off the entire rest of the, your child's life, but especially in the teenage years. And as a teenager, I was awful. <laughs> and I was like, oh, um, I would really like to not have to, to do this like to parent someone like me as a teenager, you know, like how I was as a teenager. And so I've bought into it full force as well as it felt really good. Like gut level check, it felt good. It felt like the right thing. And this doesn't mean that you can't change your mind, There, that there's other things. But this is about truly having that bigger pur purpose so that you just kind of, you can let the other stuff wash off or slide off, right? You know, like it, it hits a little maybe and you let it go. Now, the ones that aren't, that dig in, like like my uh, one of my in-laws, that one really hurt. And it hurt because it caused a problem in our marriage. Um, and this is what, I almost stopped getting on video. I almost stopped talking. I almost stopped being so vulnerable. And then I was like, fuck that. I am supposed to be here helping women to claim their power, feel good, love themselves, create a life they fucking love that for them, right? It doesn't affect their partner or their kids. Yes, but that they are not last place anymore. They are not the people who are on the bottom all the time. This is your mission. You were so unhappy, crying in your closet, couldn't get out of bed. And now look at your damn life. You know, and we talked before about set points. It's not about being happy all the time. It's about bumping your set points so that you no longer have those extreme lows where you can't fucking function, right? You bump it up, you bump it up, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I feel pretty good most of the damn time. <laughs> Even through 2020, I felt pretty good most of the damn time and better than I was operating almost my entire life before that. So just something to think of. If you have a bigger purpose, it will pull you through. It will keep you going. So I got back on camera. I kept sharing. I kept sharing vulnerably. I even shared about the situation because I was not going to be silenced by someone else's judgment, by someone else's problem. And that brings me to my next point. Usually it's about them. People's response to you, whether they love you, they hate you, they think you're too much or you brag or whatever, Almost always that's about them. That's about some kind of mindset issue they have going on. You're providing a mirror that they fucking hate or that they fucking love. And that's about them, not you. So then you got to get back to again, who do I want to be? How do I want to feel day to day? That's the more important thing. So people like me who do these, who do the podcast, like I cannot tell you, I have been on camera. I've been on stage. I've been selling, I, like I do all kinds of things with video or speaking. And as doing this show, I got into this like, maybe nobody wants to listen to me. And well, no one's going to listen. So here, any of you who are listening, no, see, I had that mind trash. It was there. And here I fucking am. And you listening, here you fucking are. Was I right? <laughs> right? So, um, we all have it. No matter how much mindset work you've done, no matter, it's like you're still human. Everybody is. We still have egos. It, it's about bumping those set points. It's about feeling how you choose to feel, right? Not feeling a victim of how, of like all the circumstances and things or the people who are, who have shitty thoughts about you, right? Okay. The microphone uh, button or the microphone turns red when it sometimes and I'm like, I guess I'm speaking too loud. <laughs> Maybe I should move it away from you just a little bit. 
There. Nope. <laughs> oh, probably it's going to like mess with the sound quality. Anyway, and all that's going to be in here because what? If you listened to the first episode, this is not about perfection. This is about being real. <laughs> so I might sometimes squirrel and that's okay. <laughs> so let me bring this about them part back to the, the story I was telling about my in-law. I truly, I mean, like people who know me wouldn't be like, yeah, she's narcissistic. I don't remember the other thing. There was another one that I was like, um, you don't know me at all. Like, um, and it was weird. Like it was, it was so far out of the vein, right? Cause sometimes people criticize you about things that maybe you feel a little self-conscious about. This was like, whoo, for me. Um, oh, can, uh, one of them was controlling. And I was like, yeah, I, I can I can cop to that. I am controlling. I want what I want when I want it. <laughs> so see, when somebody does that, I do. I generally tend to just check in because is it something that I need to be dealing with? And I actually am all right with my level of controlling. I work on it because I, and this was the thing, right? I used to control everything all the time. I tried so hard because I needed to be okay. So if I could control my entire situation and everybody in it, then I could be okay. And then when I realized I'm okay over here because I say I'm okay, having nothing to do with out there, nothing, that changed how I show up. It changed the, uh, the my need for control. So literally people get to be how they are now. Like it wasn't this, and, and I don't, I really think a lot of people, that is the underlying thing. So it was something that I was working on, right? And I could have been like, oh my gosh, well, since that one thing, maybe these other things are true. But like, I really checked in gut level and they weren't, they weren't true for me. And so I, I really got that that was about him. And for some reason, whatever I did or said, it like held up this mirror and, and, um, you know, we did work it through my, it actually helped my husband and I get closer, um, get clearer. I was able to get clearer on what was really important to me in our relationship, um, and you know he was able to get clear like you know more how he wanted to stand up and show up for this relationship like so it ended up actually being good um but then then the last step right is if you are feeling shitty okay so uh let me run through the steps right you know first off um get clear on what you want then accept that this is how you're wired if you're feeling guilty about it badly about it tell that to fuck off and just deal with how you feel have that bigger purpose, really get have that clarity so that you're going here, it's easier to let the hate slide off, right? And know that it's about them. I like I say, I do check in to see if it if there's a lesson in there for me. I always do. Because that just feels right to me because if the universe is bringing me this, it's bringing me it's bringing it to me for some reason. That's a, a belief I've chosen to believe. So if it's coming up for me, I look. I don't usually just like, oh no, that's them and I'm just gonna walk off. There maybe is some lesson in there and I look. Okay, and then the last is if you're really feeling shitty about this, like you really, oh, you know, this is hooked in. You've looked at that and you you know, you've you kind of went through this process and you're still just like, no, like I feel, I feel so yucky or sad or horrified or like how could they think that about me, right? Do they not know who I am at all? And I don't mean like, do you not know who I am? <laughs> I mean like, I remember the first time somebody accused me of trying to basically like scam people out of money. And my course uh, at the time was an Amazon course and it was helping people. I mean like I had so many testimonials of people making money. It's like, oh my gosh, when I started, I was making $1,000 and boom, I started selling $15,000 in like two months. Like, I mean, story after story after story like that. 
And I was like, I was horrified that someone thought that I was trying to scam people. Like, I'm like, can you not see like at all? Like I'm here to help, right? Um, But again, so I did the steps and it was about them and then I felt good. But if you do the steps and then you're like, okay, I still have it. It still feels really, So let me talk to you about the podcast. I started getting like, no one wants my help and no one's gonna listen. And I was like, okay, what is happening? So I kind of run through my stuff and then the feeling is still there. And I'm like, okay, so if the feeling is still there, it means that it's actually operating from a belief that I have from my past. So when did I feel this way? The earliest or one of the worst or, you know, most defined. And so I just got down into my feelings of no one wants my help, no one wants my stuff, and no one wants me. Into this, and I, I just started kind of surfing, right? I shut my eyes, I take a little surf trip through my memories, and I find where I feel that way, right? I kind of tune into the body emotions of it so that I can also tag on to when I find it. And I found it. When I was in my tween age years, um, and actually before that, I wanted a best friend through elementary so desperately. I mean like desperately, like I had this like desperate energy around it because everybody had a best friend and I didn't have a best friend. I was like, what the hell is wrong with me? I, I didn't say hell, right? Cause I was in elementary school, but I just couldn't understand why I didn't have a best friend. I wanted one so bad. And so then in elementary, Uh, one of the girls that I was going to school with, we just super hit it off. And I was like, I have a best friend. I I was so like happy, Um, very short lived. Uh, We we did a lot of things together. It was amazing. I felt just so like finally, like I was in the know and it was as fun as I fucking thought it would be. (laughs) And I had my birthday party and it was a sleepover birthday party and it was so good and I had so much fun. And then on Monday, I get to school and I open the locker in the girls' locker room, uh, like, you know, in the gym area, and there's a little note from her. And I was like, ooh, so I open it up. And she's like, we can't be friends anymore. Um, Jesus Christ told me that you're a bad influence. And I'm not fucking around there. That was the actually, I don't have the, the letter verbatim to tell you anymore, but seriously, <laughs> that was in there. Um, because at my birthday party, we'd watched Dirty Dancing, and she said I had encouraged her to get a boyfriend, which really pissed me off because the guy that asked her out, I super wanted him to ask me out. That's like a story for another time, this whole feeling again of like, there must be something wrong. Why are these guys not asking me out? They're asking all these girls out. Um, and you know, I look back with my adult eyes, right? And I didn't have much in common with these people. My experience was, had, I was way more intense than they were. I was, um, had, I'd already had a lot of like traumas and stuff and they were dealing with a whole other set of things, right? Like we just weren't really on the same page exactly. And I wasn't in their religion. I think that was one of the biggest ones. Like when I look back as an adult. So, but, but as a kid, right, I thought something was wrong with me. And these things that we decide when we're younger, man, we pull those beliefs with us through our whole damn lives. And we have the evidence from them and we keep collecting evidence as we go. So by the time we get to, you know, 30, 40, even 20, you have so much collected evidence for this thing that you're dragging around that is literally sabotaging the things that you want. It's fucking you up, which we'll be talking about that on another episode. But uh, that feeling of, I finally got the best friend and then I wasn't 
I wasn't, I was, the belief I had was like, I'm too much of the wrong thing and not enough of the right thing. And that I wasn't okay. Like there was something wrong with me. And this is the belief that was coming up as I'm putting together the show. Nobody wants me. Nobody wants my stuff. And I was like, okay, that I need to like shift that belief. That's not an okay belief. Because when I really look back, I mean, in the town that I live in, it is very uh, fundamentalist uh, religion. And in my opinion, there's a lot of religion, religious trauma because the way that the people around here are, are raised and how they're supposed to live is almost not... it's not conducive to being a human as well. This is all my opinion. Because you're a teenager, you want to have crushes, you want to have like, that there's nothing wrong with a little bit of that. It was all super innocent. I mean, when I say going out, it was like, you held hands when you walked down the hall, like that was the level of it. And but to feel so awful that you couldn't allow yourself that like that she had her own religious trauma going on. And then of course, I I mean, that was a lot, right? I didn't, I was never really religious, but to be told that like you're, you know, that Jesus thinks that you're not an okay friend was pretty upsetting. And so, okay, so I look back at that and I can unhook all that. Is it true? No. Do I even really like believe in any of that stuff? No. (laughs) So like, um, you know, was was it painful for my for for me at that time? Yes. And was that okay? Yes. But do I want to continue to pull forward that belief that nobody wants me, nobody wants my stuff, that I'm too much of of the wrong things and too little of the right things? Is that something I want to keep bringing with me everywhere I go? Fuck no. So what do I want? Well, I want to know that I am just right of all the things just who I am is wonderful as I am so some of you are like okay well Sherry why do you have a whole podcast called lovable as fuck like um shouldn't you have already gotten this shit worked out (laughs) I am human we're all human here the people the teachers the like the spiritual teachers who'd say things like that they don't have an ego anymore and shit like that I'm like (laughs) bullshit (laughs) we're all human and so I'm just sharing with you how I've worked through this thing. I've worked through so much that has bumped up my set points and my energy in my, in how I feel about myself and my happiness, like all of the, all those things. But it doesn't mean that there's not other work to do. I personally am of the kind of feeling that there's going to be work to do till you die. And how boring would it be if it, there weren't, wasn't for real? How boring would it be if you were just like, between now and forever, you're happy every single day, then nothing different ever happens, you never have a new realization, you never have a new growth, like, blah, no. <laughs> um, so that that's kind of, I walked you through a little bit of my process, then there's an entire whole thing around the beliefs that I do. So I go through, so I, I pick the belief, and then there's a whole thing, and it's actually a 22-day process, but, um, and so I'm starting it. Why? Because I'm committed to this thing. I'm committed to using my voice. I'm committed to making a difference. I'm committed that every single woman listening, everyone who identifies as a woman, everybody listening, if you're a man or anybody, that you know that you're lovable as fuck just as you are. That's my mission. I want everybody to know that. And not just like know it intellectually, know it in their bones, know it in their gut, know it in their heart so that they are no longer trying to find all the validation outside themselves and being unhappy because it's never outside yourself. (laughs) Okay. I think that is enough for today. So 
Um, that is how you stop caring what people think. And here's the deal. I don't say that as in that you'll never, ever care. You will. But you don't have to let it stop you. You don't have to let it hook you. You don't have to let it keep you small. You don't have to let it keep you from expressing yourself. You don't have to let it keep you from your dreams. In case nobody has told you yet today, you are lovable as fuck just the way you are. To send me your questions or stories, email me at lovableafshow at gmail.com. If you love the show, please comment, like, and subscribe if you're on YouTube. And if you're listening on the podcast, please leave a review and subscribe to help me get this show in front of more women who need to know that they are lovable as fuck just as they are. Check out the show notes or go to belovableaf.com. That's B-E-L-O-V-E-A-B-L-E-A-F.com for more of how to unfuck yourself, love yourself, and be happy no matter your size. I said it before and I will say it again. You are lovable as fuck just as you are.